Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sipes. I'm your host, Natalia, and this is a podcast. This is a podcast. Welcome to it. This is a podcast where I wake up really early in the morning to do this before work. <laughs> and this is my first time talking out loud today, so bear with me. It is... Oh, well, we just passed the 555 mark. It is 5.56 in the morning. And I wanted to start this podcast earlier, but due to my lack of planning ahead and waking up when the alarm goes off, that's what happened. But it's okay, because we're here. We're here now, we're here with each other, and that is it. That is it. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time at this podcast, well, this is a podcast where we, where we talk about, first and foremost, self-realization. Self-realization. What is self-realization? The realization that there is no self. Haha. Um, or, 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 that the self is not really the self that we thought it was and is really one with the universal self. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So... That's what we talk about first and foremost, because that is the most important thing. You may say, well, no, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is, I don't know, survival? No! (laughs) I'm trying to think of something that somebody would say is more important than that, because I just can't, I can't conceive something more important than self-realization. I think it's the most important thing, because we can't accomplish anything, really. I mean... Okay, for somebody who never steps on the spiritual path ever, first of all, they don't because life is spiritual in itself. There's no way that one, once somebody is born, they step onto the spiritual path, whether they do it consciously or not. But that is the, that's really the aim of the collective in general. Not obviously on purpose. It's not like everybody's like, oh, so uh, where are you at on your self-realization journey? (laughs) But uh, it's happening anyways. It's a natural process. So doing it consciously, I think it's very important. It's very important to to achieve the end goal and to transcend the stupidity that happens in modern society. So that's what we talk about. Stupidity. No, I'm joking. So self-realization. The most important thing, first and foremost. Personal development. They kind of go hand in hand. Spiritual growth. Esoteric knowledge. Conspiracy theories. Law of attraction. Manifestation. Becoming our greatest versions. Anything and everything spiritual in and out of this world. And a bunch of other cool stuff to help you realize your truest potential, your truest nature, which is divinity itself, which is God consciousness, which is enlightenment. So, with that being said, we got some jungle safari music going on here. African safari music. Sorry, not jungle safari. Unless there's... No, there's actually jungles in Africa, so... But I don't... I don't know if they... No, I'm pretty sure they listen to this. Well, I don't know if they listen to this. I know they make this music (laughs) in the jungle specifically. I know that Africa has societies. I'm not a freaking person living under a rock, okay? No, actually, I feel like... I want to say when I was younger, but not that much younger. I literally thought Africa was just, like, lions and tigers and bear desert. I don't know if I thought there was jungle. Maybe, yeah, because like Lion King, he's in the jungle and I'm pretty sure it's in Africa, so. <laughs> okay. Anyways. No, I, and then I think I said something about my mom. Um, I, she listened to one of these episodes and I think I said Australia was all desert. Okay, I absolutely know Australia is not all desert, but for the most part, the freaking... For the most part, it is, okay? There's, like, barren land in the complete middle of Australia or something. I think. 
I don't know, but I said something like that. I said something like that on the podcast, and then she calls me. She's like, you know, Australia is an all desert. And I was like, what are you even talking about? Because <laughs> I knew, like, I know that. But I don't know. Maybe you guys must get some crazy impressions of me on this podcast. Anyways, so we're listening to some African safari. I don't know. I was in the mood for some. I wanted animal music in the background. Okay, you know what? Let's see if we can get like another track playing in the background. I think that would be awesome. Okay, let's see. Jungle sounds, yes. Exod. Okay, let's see this one. Come on, I don't hear anything. Oh, I think this is like actual jungle sounds. So it's just like crickets. Let's see. Okay, we got something going. Sorry for the silence. I mean, I know there's not silence, but... Alright, these animals aren't loud enough. Jungle sound effects. Oh, here we go. But these are just birds. Come on! <laughs> Alright, whatever. We'll leave it. No, this is Costa Rica. We need African. <laughs> we need, like... Hold on. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, I'm going to pause this and then we'll find the sounds. Uh, so in the meantime, listen to these messages. All right. All right. We got it going. We got it going. <laughs> we got some elephant and lion sounds and zebras and wildebeest and everything. Okay. All right. Now, now I feel like, okay, well, I've never been to Africa, guys. Come on. Like, you got you to gotta bear with me here. <laughs> okay, so this is a podcast. Third Eye Sifes. Third Eye Sifes. That is right. We are back. We are back with the podcast. And not only are we back with the podcast, but... This is going to be a pretty cool episode, guys. Not that every episode isn't cool, but this is actually a book that I found. Just to give you a little hint about what we're talking about today. This is a book that I found. I didn't find it, but at the studio that I work at, the owner purchased a lot of books, or like my boss, whatever, whatever um yeah she purchased a lot of books for the bookstore for like the retail area of the studio and she got only two of these books and as soon as i saw i was like unpacking it and stop putting it in stock and as soon as i saw it i had to purchase it immediately if you guys know me already you know i had to purchase this immediately so this book is called jesus buddha krishna and lao tzu the parallel sayings by richard hooper this book is freaking fantastic. As soon as I saw it, I was like, this is the most perfect book for the podcast, specifically. Just because I make so many references and I love to tie in different paths and different thoughts into one to show it's all basically the same thing. And this book, like, grabs the resources for me and then puts it all together. So it's just, like, a quick, easy find. So... I would love to go over some of the things that are in this book. And basically what it is, if you haven't heard part of the parallel sayings, is that basically it's going to line up the sayings or the teachings of Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, and Lao Tzu, but in the specific topics. So we're going to talk about enlightenment. We're going to talk about God. We're going to talk about death. We're going to talk about life, suffering, and their sayings, it's not their words specifically because there's teachings from like, um, I don't know, let me see. Jesus specifically, because there's a lot of texts. So Jesus, like the gospel, the gospel of the Egyptians, well, the gospel according to Mark, the gospel according to Matthew and Luke, like I don't know how, who any of these people are, guys, I'm, I was never strong, I don't, I was never a Christian, um, I was semi Wow, there's rain going on. We just got everything right now. Um, I was never a Christian. I was raised Catholic, but not heavy Catholic. Like, I didn't know any of this stuff. I just heard that the devil was casted out of 
heaven because he was like the homie. But then, <laughs> um, I think he didn't want to. Oh, he got jealous of the humans or something like that. And then, basically, God kicked him out. And then there were angels that were also jealous, and they were like, "Nah, we're gonna we're gonna kick it with." The devil, or whatever his name is. I don't know. Uh, Lucifer. So, that was that. I don't know why my nose is a little runny today. There's, like, some crazy-ass sounds right now. Okay. I'm gonna just lower this all together. Because I feel like I'm actually in a freaking safari. So, that, so, there's different teachings from, like, those different things, like Gospel of Thomas, the Hymn of Jesus, from the Acts of John, the Apocalypse of, the first Apocalypse of James, like, I don't know what any of these are, but these are, like, Jesus's teachings, or, like, references to Jesus, I don't really know how that works, and then Krishna, a lot of them are just from the Bhagavad Gita, I think all of them might be from the Bhagavad Gita, oh no, some of them are from the Upanishads, and then for Buddha, there's... A lot of things from different sutras. So we have the Lankavatara Sutra and the Surangama Sutra. Another one is the Dhammapada. So there's a lot of sutras here. And then Lao Tzu, a lot of them just come specifically from the Tao Te Ching and Chuang Tzu, which is another vital text when it comes to Taoism, which I have not read yet, guys. I am thinking about, I think there's an audiobook. I will offer it on my website if you guys are interested in listening to that. Uh, I'll look into that. But the Tao Te Ching, I have that audiobook on my website now. You can just go to thewritingsofnatalia.com. Go to explore. Scroll down. Damn, what the hell was that? <laughs> um... Um, <laughs> scroll down, you'll, fit, you'll see audiobooks on the Explore page, and you'll see the Tao Te Ching. You can just click it and download it. It'll be sent to your email. So, those are just uh, the texts that this book is grabbing from, and we're going to be going over specific topics, but we'll, we'll kind of be jumping off from there, because there's so many great things to talk about in here, and... It's just, I, I need you guys to see this or hear this. So if you don't get this book, um, just listen to this. But I highly suggest you get this book if you're really interested in comparative spirituality as my friends in, uh, what is that? The Vedanta Society of Southern California in West Hollywood like to say. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm referencing to, I think it was the second episode I've ever done on this podcast. It's called Comparative Religion or something like that. And I don't know if you know what, you've, if you listen to it if you want to know what I'm talking about. So before we get into anything about who these people are, what these sayings are, where do these people come from, we love to do weekly card readings on this podcast. I don't even know if I did one last week. I think I did. Let's pretend I did if I didn't. And I decided to pull from... What is this even... What is this deck called? Territorial. I decided to pull from my Territorial deck, which is basically a tutorial deck of tarot. So it's all the tarot cards in a regular tarot deck, but instead of it having the picture and just what the card is, it is a card that says what the card is so that you learn about tarot, like what elements, what planets, what signs it rules, um, which arcana is it in, what the card is, what it means, and then the reversed side, too, of what the reverse meaning is. So, I pulled from that deck, and then I also pulled from the Blessings card box, which is like these little tiny cards that have a word of focus, um, I love these, especially for daily draws. You can just be like, what should I focus on today? And then it's just a word. And then you're like, oh, this works. So I pulled from that just so we have a focus word to go along with our reading. So we got in the minor arcana, two of pentacles. The two of pentacles, I think I received this card on my 23rd birthday. I did a card reading for the age of 23. I was like, what do I need to focus on? And I think I got the two of pentacles because it sounds very similar. So the two of pentacles is, and we got it right side up, not reverse. It is priorities, time management, 
adapting to change. So before I even read this, I have been feeling change specifically. And not only in my personal life, but just in general. I know there's a lot going on in the world. If you haven't already listened to last week's episode, The Current Revolution, this is very vital and very important. There's a huge revolution going on, whether you like it or not, whether you're aware of it or not, and listen to last week's episode. That's another thing. Before I even jump into everything, I forgot I do announcements, but my announcement for a while is going to be listen to last week's episode. And for those of you who are listening at a random time, maybe somewhat in the future, that episode is season four, episode nine. It's called The Current Revolution. I'm going to be throwing that out there probably every podcast episode until it engraves in your head. Because I know new people listen to this every episode and new people might not know, but it's a huge thing. We need to be aware of this because we're a part of it whether we like it or not. That's my announcement on that. So check out season four, episode nine. Getting back to this, I've been feeling change happening. Not only in my personal life, not only in outside, but sort of energetically too. And we did just move into, well, I mean, in the beginning of August, we moved into Leo season. I think we're moving out. I think we're in Virgo season, actually, now. Oh, no, we're moving into Virgo season. Okay, well, let me just look this up before I start messing your guys' heads up. When does Virgo season start? Oh, yeah, we're in Virgo season, guys. So... And it's funny because now that we're in Virgo season, Virgo is a communic... Okay, this is so great. Virgo is a communicative, mutable earth sign. And the Two of Pentacles is an earth sign. And we'll go into communication soon, but just keep that in mind. Virgo, communicative, mutable earth sign. So... I've been feeling change, and I did not do an August card reading on my IGTV as I usually do, just because I've been very busy, and I am finishing up finally my therapeutic yoga course, and it is literally, the portal is closed, like I have until September 1st to finish it. There's six days total in the course. I'm on the end of day four, so I have two full days to go. Two full days and, like, a quarter of a day to go. And it's so much to push through. So I've just been trying to, like, push through it so that I could get my certification. And it's only therapeutic yoga. It's not even it's not even my 200-hour, which I need to pick back up after my therapeutic yoga course. So that's just what I've been doing, and I've been trying to balance my very busy work life with my very busy business life and personal life and et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I didn't do a monthly card reading. But I have been feeling feelings of change. So getting into this reading, the two of pentacles shows a person dancing as they're juggling two large coins surrounded by an infinity symbol. In the background, two ships are sailing over rough seas. So this means you're managing projects and time well and finding that you're navigating you're navigating through your responsibilities with carefully plotted ease. You are certainly busy, however, so be sure to take time to breathe and keep a tidy schedule to avoid losing your balance. And this is Earth. So grounding yourselves in these times of change, adapting to change. And Earth signs... This rules Capricorn, Virgo, and Taurus. So we are in Virgo season. And so I'm, I don't know if a lot has been happening in your life too, but what this is saying, what I am saying to you, what these cards are saying to you, what the universe is saying to you, is that balancing time, time management, adapting to change, priorities. You're managing priorities well. You're doing what you need to do first well, But make sure that you also keep in that self-care. Give yourself time to rest, to breathe, to keep tidy so that you don't throw yourself off balance. Adapting to change, time management, priorities, staying grounded. 
So the card that I pulled from the blessings card is communication. So again, going back to the communicative, 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 oh my gosh, sign of Virgo. Communication is key this week. So this is clear communication, being able to communicate your thoughts well, whether it be in person, speaking, writing, and being able to communicate with others well, making sure that there are no misinterpretations of what's being said, that everything is clearly stated, and that there's clear communication going on. So, that is our weekly card reading for this week. Today is August 27th, so this will run all the way to, let's see what next Friday is. Okay, my calendar isn't working right now. Let's just guess. 7 plus 7, 14, 4, September 4th. That's my guess. Let's see, let's check my phone calendar. It's a bit faster. No, the third. Oh, I was close, though. I was close. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this freaking episode. I don't know how we talked for so long already, and we only just finished the freaking card reading. But, yes, yes. Sorry, I'm a little, like, delusional, not delusional, but delirious this morning. I think I'm still really sleepy. I'm still really sleepy. Okay. See, that's me repeating it. That's how freaking sleepy I am. Now, the intro of this is pretty long. I think it just talks about, what the hell, they said LSD. All right, let me just read something about LSD really quickly, because I've had... Oh, there's, like, a whole thing on LSD. Okay, I know. Oh, look, they mentioned Ram Dass in here. <gasps> what? During the 1950s, Western students and teachers of Eastern philosophy, such as Alan Watts, paved the way for psychologists like Richard Albert to become Ram Dass during the 1960s. Ram Dass was able to communicate with an entire generation of spiritual seekers and make spiritual sense out of the drug-induced mystical experiences they were having precisely because he, too, had experienced the same altered states of consciousness. Whoa, they talk about Ram Dass. I love Ram Dass. <laughs> um, that's cool, guys. Look, we're all aligned here. I know we're aligned whether the freaking time is not... It's just, it's just there. So let's start. I'm going to go chapter by, I'm not going to read the whole freaking book, okay? But we're going to start from the beginning, read some things, and kind of keep going briefly. I don't want to keep this too long. I don't want to give away the whole thing, but I just want to show you the commonalities. So the first thing we speak of is the great way, the way. And for those of you, Oh, before I even get into all of that, I'm sorry, guys. I'm jumping around. I don't want to jump around. I want you to guys. I want you guys to know what we're talking about, who these people are. So that and the great way just kind of triggered that because I I did an episode on on the Dao De Shang. So let's let's kind of uh, go over this briefly. So the people we will be sp- speaking about. Oh my gosh, can't talk today. Is Lao Tzu, Buddha, Krishna, and Jesus. And Lao Tzu, first and foremost, he was or is considered a 6th century BC, even though some people kind of debate that he was around in the 4th century BC. Uh, some people say he never even existed, that the Tao Te Ching was written anonymously, that he's kind of just like a myth. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't I don't know. He could be real. He could also not be real. I think man, I think he's real. If they turn him into a whole entity, they name him Lao Tzu, he feels real to me. So, but then that's the same thing that goes for everybody. Like some people say Buddha never existed, but there's historical evidence that Buddha exists. I think Buddha did exist. Um Krishna uh that's kind of up for debate. Jesus, I don't think that's up for debate. I'm pretty sure Jesus existed. Um, that is our Lord and Savior, guys. Come on, duh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, anyways, Lao Tzu, yes, he was a 6th century BC, 4th, whatever, anonymous, non-existent, Chinese philosopher and writer, or sage. And he is said to have written the Tao Te Ching. The Tao Te Ching is the basis or the fundamental foundation of 
Taoism, which is a wonderful path. One of my made I don't want to say one of my major paths, but one of my primary paths, spiritual practices, next to Hinduism. And I did a whole episode on Taoism, but it can't, it doesn't even cover anything. Like, everything I say in this episode does not cover Taoism completely. So if you want to listen to an episode on Taoism, what it is, who Lao Tzu is, I kind of go more into detail about it. It is season two, episode 18, and it's called Taoism slash Taoism, but spelled a different way. Um, season two, episode 18, the great way or the way of nature. That's what I named it. So Buddha getting into Buddha, Buddha was a prince or so they say in the four, the fifth to fourth century BCE. I don't know what the hell the difference between BC and BCE is. Let's see. BC versus BCE. Common era. What? Com- oh. Common era? Oh. BCE is common. Before the common area. Okay, wait. I'm looking at a timeline right now. BC to BCE and AD to C. There's a CE? Okay. Okay, common era is one of the year notions used in the Gregorian calendar. I can't believe we still use this ish, guys. Um, well, it's not like we put that stuff after our years anymore. The world's most widely used calendar era. Before the common era is the era before CE. So BCE and CE are alternatives to the BC and AD. Okay, I don't, I don't know, guys. I'm not a freaking historian. Um, <laughs> so Buddha, yes, he was a prince that was alive during that time. And he, well, he's the freaking founder. It's not like he's like, oh, I'm going to create Buddhism. It, that kind of just became a thing. But yes, he is the basis of Buddhism. And if you want to know more about Buddhism, just look into Buddhism. I don't know if I did an episode on Buddhism, honestly. I, sh- I should have. I don't know why I wouldn't. Oh, okay, I did. I, the, <laughs> intro, I knew it was like, I, there's no way I, ha- I didn't. Intro to Buddhism. That is season three, episode seven. I actually did that quite a lo- long time after I did Taoism, surprisingly. Um, but I did do Hinduism next to Taoism, like the week right after, just because those are my two main paths. Buddhism used to be my main path when I was younger, and... Um, then that eventually changed. So Buddhism is still a very big part of my life as it's a very big part of Eastern spirituality and philosophy in general. So I would say that's why it's a big part of my life still. But yes, so that that's that episode. It is season three, episode seven. And then also season three, episode five, I go into the Sangha, which is one of the three jewels of Buddhism. Um, so that's episode five, season three. So... He created Buddhism. If you want to know more about that, you can listen to those episodes. I'm pretty sure everybody kind of knows who the Buddha is. Krishna. Krishna is considered the eighth avatar of Vishnu. So Vishnu is one of the three gods of the Trinity um, or the Trimurti. And if you want to know more, I don't know if I talk about Krishna specifically, but I do talk about Vishnu and I talk about, I want to say the basis of Hinduism, you can't, you can't even, this doesn't even touch Hinduism, but it kind of introduces you to the topic of Hinduism, and that is season two, episode 19, so the episode right after the Taoism episode, it's called an intro, an intro to Hinduism, that's season two, episode 19. So, Krishna is considered the eighth avatar of Vishnu, I don't think I talk about Krishna specifically in the Hinduism episode, but I do talk about Vishnu. And his name could be traced back to 1st century millennium BCE literature. And his name, I'm pretty sure in the Vedas? I don't know if they're in the Vedas. I think they're in the Vedas. But the Vedas are like the oldest texts in the entire world. And then my cat wants to jump onto here. Fakul, you can't be up here even though I love you. Get down, please. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I don't know, I 
if his name is in the videos. Let's see. Is Krishna... Oh, damn. Is Krishna in the Vedas? Oh, yeah. Why Krishna is not mentioned in the original Vedas and Upanishads. Yeah, I didn't think so either. He's definitely mentioned in the Puranas. Oh, but some people say he is clearly mentioned in the Vedas. I don't know. That's a, that needs some digging. Digging. But... Krishna has been around for probably beyond, I mean, it says, look, first millennium BCE, so that's way before 5th or 4th BCE, whatever. Um, Jesus, I think we all know who freaking Jesus is, especially in America, because, like, for some reason, our main religion is, like, Christianity. Uh, well, it's not for some reason, I think that, that was, like, what our country was built on, not, like, the true country with the natives, but, like the colonized country of America. So, Jesus, or Jesus of Nazareth, or Jesus Christ, was a Jewish preacher. Jewish, okay? Jewish preacher, and it's a, Wikipedia says religious leader. I don't think he's a religious leader. I mean, yes, he is, like, the fundamentals of... I keep saying <laughs> fundamentals. He, the freaking teachings of Christianity and Catholicism and et cetera, et cetera, all the branches of that come from Jesus. Even though I think there's some things that don't believe in Jesus. I don't know. Um, even though there's... Where was I even going with that? Uh, yeah, even though yeah, basically Christianity is a religion based off of that. It's not like when Jesus was around, he was saying like, oh, I'm creating a religion and we're going to call it Christianity. Like, no not what happened even like i was there trust me i was i was there no <laughs> even though i wasn't there i'm pretty sure that's not what happened so jesus said to be born in fourth b fourth century bc and then he died in like 30 to 33 a.d but that doesn't make sense does it a.d mean after oh wait i thought a.d meant after death okay it doesn't a.d means <laughs> I don't know why. Somebody told me that. Okay, I can't be the only one who thought AD meant after death. BC means before Christ. I don't know how he could have been born in 4th BC. He should have been in freaking after. Oh, wait, not after death, but there should be no BC because it's not, it's not before him. He was born. So then the BC should just stop right there. The second he's born, that's it. There's no more BC. It's just... AC, not after Christ, but after the birth of Christ. So ABC. Okay, I don't know. So AD actually means Anno, Anno Domini is Latin, and it means in the year of our Lord. So yeah, he should have been, been in the year of our Lord. He should have been born in AD, but I guess because of the, the years that he was living, then that turned into AD. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> We're just breaking it down here. So these are who those people are. I'm sure you know who Jesus is. I'm sure you know who Buddha is. Lao Tzu, not so much just because not too many people know about Taoism. And they should because it is the way of nature. It is it is universal law without us even realizing it. So listen to that Taoism episode, guys. It's pretty good. And read the Tao Te Ching. I have the audiobook on my website. And Krishna, Krishna's... That name has been around. Like... Oh, I don't know how many Indian listeners I listen. I have. I know I have a handful of Indian listeners, but they like our like America's Jesus is like is their Krishna, but not not really, not at all actually. But I I mean like name wise, like they know the name the same way we know Jesus's name. With that being said, now we can move on. These are this is who we're we're listening to right now. So. First topic is the great way. And the great way is basically the path. The path. All paths lead to the same destination. The way is the path of life. It is the quest of our own personal enlightenment. And the way is usually is really referred in the Tao Te Ching, I know. Um... I don't I actually don't know if he says the way. Maybe. I mean Tao is the way. So that's probably what I'm thinking. Like every time he says Tao is saying the way. So 
let's just kind of go into this this first first line here. So I guess we'll start with Lao Tzu because I know personally the way with Taoism first, and then we'll we'll move to Jesus along the line. So Lao Tzu in the Tao Te Ching says, "The way is complete in itself. All blessings come from it." And it holds nothing back from anyone. I don't really like this translation. I don't know who, what translation they're pulling these from. Maybe he translated these, but I don't know. I, I always like my original uh, translation. That's not the original translation, but it's like the, my original translation that I originally heard. And I don't know. That's the one that resonates the most with me. But the way is complete in itself. All blessings come from it and nothing. And it holds nothing back from anyone. The third Chinese patriarch of Zen. This is under Buddhism. So the third Chinese patriarch of Zen, Zen Buddhism. The way holds all things within itself. Like the vastness of the universe, it lacks nothing. And nothing needs to be added to it. It just is. This is me speaking now. It just is. The great way is essence itself. It is nature. It is natural law nothing needs to be added to it it lacks nothing it just is it is the way of nature krishna the upanishads okay this (laughs) this just says why should there be a reservoir when there is a flood everywhere ah okay 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 another thing from um Okay, well, actually, I'll go down to the other line. The other line in a few. Jesus, this is the Gospel of Thomas, parallels Luke, Mary, dialogue of the Savior. This is like, I don't know where the hell this stuff comes from. Sorry, I didn't mean to curse while I'm talking about Jesus. I I don't think hell's a curse. That's definitely not a curse. Okay. (laughs) I'm justifying it. Okay, Jesus, the kingdom of God is within you and all around you. Yet you do not see it. Ooh, I like that. Man, the teachings of Jesus. We have to do a... Okay, we have to do a teachings of Jesus episode. I'm going to write that down because the teaching of Jesus are so vital, so important. And they are very misinterpreted. Like, so many people who go on the spiritual path or whatever, like, they're so turned off by probably like past experiences they've had with Christianity or Catholicism and they disregard the Bible even though it's a very important text they disregard all teachings of Jesus and they shouldn't because they're so important they're so important yes they are misinterpreted and yes they are used wrongly by people but they're very important and we can break down some of these teachings so we can talk about how great these teachings are Okay, that was my little blurb on that, but remind me, guys. Remind me we have to do that episode. Okay, next line. I'm not going to do this whole thing, but I'm, I'm just do this next line really quickly. So we'll, I guess we'll start from Jesus and go back to Lao Tzu now. This is the Gospel according to Matthew, parallels Luke Thomas. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock. And the door will be opened onto you. How does that have to do with... Okay, so like, I feel like now they're just throwing things in there. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Krishna, the Upanishads. Listen to the way. I think this shouldn't even say Krishna because I think this is just like... I mean, the Bhagavad Gita, yes, should be Krishna. But when it talks about the Upanishads, it should be Hinduism in general. The Upanishads. Listen to the way which is called the eternal. Buddha, the sutra of 42 sections. Listen carefully and faithfully to the way, for it is mighty. Wow, guys. Okay, so I guess we're kind of on the same line with the listening. Listen, listen to the way, which is called the eternal. Listen carefully and faithfully to the way, for it is mighty. And then Jesus, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, you will find. Knock, the door will be open. Same thing as listen. Be open. Ask, seek, knock, receive. Lao Tzu, the Tao Te Ching. In bygone days, men of wisdom honored the way by declaring that it could be found by all who seek it. 
Buddha, no one can understand the way unless they have pure hearts. Bhagavad Gita, those who find the way are those who have love and forgiveness in their heart. Those who have love and forgiveness in their heart. Ooh, look at this dialogue of the Savior. Judas asked Jesus, how do we find the way? Jesus answered by developing love and compassion. Gosh, gosh, guys, the Tao Te Ching, the way is empty. The way is full. There is no way to describe what it is. Find it within yourself. So, do you hear this, guys? This is just freaking to get in. There's pages and pages on this specifically of the way, where they mention multiple times the way, even in the teachings of Jesus, okay? So now we're going to move next to God. God, Tao, universal mind. Tao is another way of universal consciousness, God, everything. Everything, people. <laughs> we're moving on up. Okay, so... Okay, this should be good. This should be good, guys. Let's start with Jesus. This is the gospel according to John. Oh, my God. We have, like, a whole flock of birds passing by. Okay. The gospel according to John. In the beginning, the word was moving toward God, and God was the word. I'm going to read that again really quickly. It's not the whole thing, but I just want to reread that. In the beginning, the word was moving toward God, and God was the word. This one existed in God from the beginning. Through him, all things came into being. Without him, nothing has come into existence. In him was life, and the life was the light of humanity. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overtaken it. I'm going to read Chuang Tzu next, Lao Tzu. In the beginning, there was only void. Within the void was the one. The one is without form. It has no features. But within it, all things exist. Krishna. The Ordinances of Manu. Once all was darkness... The all remained unseen within the darkness, unknown and unknowable, as if in a deep sleep. Then the all became manifest as the Lord, who alone exists and who is self-existent. He is everywhere. There is no place where he is not. He exists in all things, and all things exist in him. He manifests himself from himself. Buddha the Lankavatara Sutra. Universal mind is like a vast ocean. On its surface, waves disturb its tranquility, but beneath all is serene and unmoving. Having no personality, all things exist in it. But due to disturbance on its surface, universal mind became an actor playing many parts. Jesus, the Sophia of Jesus Christ. Before that which is became visible, all things existed in him. He holds all things within himself, but nothing holds him. The Taiti, oh my gosh, Taitriya Upanishad, Krishna. Before he manifested himself, he existed within himself. Out of himself, he manifested all things. He is known as the one who alone exists. Those two go so hand in hand, it's not even crazy. The Diamond Sutra, Buddha. The Lord Buddha cannot be seen in visible form, nor can he be heard in audible sound. Those who lead evil lives cannot perceive the blessed one. Lao Tzu, the great Tao, or way, pervades all things and causes all things to come into existence. That's from the Tao Te Ching. Just to be clear, guys, Buddhists do not believe that Buddha is God. 
Um, when they say the Lord Buddha cannot be seen in visible form, nor can he be heard, those who lead evil cannot perceive the blessed one. Buddha in this form is universal mind. Buddha is something that exists without form. Okay, so like the Buddha that we speak of, the one that we see like pictures of and all that, he is the form of universal teaching. Okay, he's just, it's not like he created these teachings. He's just speaking the way of nature, the way that things exist. And that is essence speaking through form, speaking through the form of Buddha. My cat keeps trying to jump onto the desk. So, I'll do another line just because I love God. Um, so, we'll do this one. Jesus, the Sophia of Jesus Christ. Above the one, there is nothing. He is nameless. He sees only himself everywhere. We cannot comprehend him, for he has no images. Krishna, the Bhagavad Gita. The Lord of the universe is limitless. He sees only himself everywhere. His attributes are countless, and his attributes are without beginning or end. Buddha, the Sur Surangama Sutra. It exists everywhere, but the beginner cannot see its essential nature. The Tao Te Ching. The Tao is a mystery. You cannot see its coming or going. So look, when we speak about God, we're speaking about how we can't see God. He is the incomprehensible. And when I say he, it doesn't even, it's not even a guy. Like, there's no human form to God. God is incomprehensible. When we speak about God, we're not even speaking about God. And that's what the Tao Te Ching means by the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. When we speak of Tao, when we speak of God, we can't. Because when we do, we're putting it in a box. We're putting it in form. We're describing something that is indescribable because we can't comprehend the true essence of it. So, we can even see Jesus itself, above the one, there is nothing. He is nameless. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. That is from the Tao Te Ching. The Sophia of Jesus says, he is nameless. We cannot comprehend him, for he has no images. So there's one that is being one, mind, meditation, and yoga being one. I'll just read one line from there. I'll just read one line from there. Recognize yourself in me. Recognize me by my actions. Keep these mysteries in silence. This is the hymn of Jesus from the Act of John. And the Bhagavad Gita says, Focus on me. Take refuge in me. Practice yoga and you'll know me fully. Hello, my lovely people. As you can see, I, I kind of let left a little bit of those audio jumps in there so you could understand what I'm talking about. Literally, the whole rest of the episode is like that, and it's completely understandable. Un-understandable. <laughs> it's completely understandable. Um, so I guess that's it for the episode. Oh, it's so frustrating. I hate when things like this happen. But, um, yeah, that's really it. I really wanted... Sorry for the noise. It's my cat, and I'm recording this off of my phone. But that's really all I wanted to do with this episode is I know I just read some things, but... My main point is to show the commonalities between these major world religions, even though Taoism isn't really a major world religion, but um, there, there's just... I need to get away from my cat because she's just <laughs> going at it. Um, so yes, it's to share that, to show that everybody's speaking the same thing. These places all around the world, these paths of faith and philosophy it's all coming from somewhere and I don't think it's coming from the same person and the same person's just spreading that around it's this natural truth the eternal truth that lies within that is embedded within this reality so it's just something that we know naturally something that we know truly and that is why we always resonate with these things you know for the most part people follow some sort of path or religion and 
even though some people say like, oh, this one's mine, this one's better, this one's this one, it's really all the same thing. And it's just depending on how you are as a person, where you come from, your background, and what you will move more towards. So that's really it. I just wanted to show this eternal truth that lies within all the teachings. Again, if you want to, let me go look for the book. I have to go past my cat again. But if you would like to purchase this book, it's called Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, and Lao Tzu, The Parallel Sayings. And yeah, that's it. We will next week be breaking down. Well, not breaking down, but I'll do an intro to the teachings of Jesus just because I think it is necessary to have in this podcast to reference back to. Um, So it will be the teachings of Jesus. And then for the following episodes, we're going to be breaking down a lot of things. I want to start getting back into lessons. So we will be breaking down topics like Wu Wei and maybe we could do like the difference between Zen, Zen Buddhism and other forms of Buddhism. Um, and yeah, we're just going to be breaking down a lot of stuff, guys. So keep in, keep in mind of that. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me. I am always grateful for you. And if you like my work, check out my Instagram. My Instagram is Natalia of Earth. And my business Instagram is The Writings of Natalia. My website's thewritingsofnatalia.com. And yeah, you can find everything I do there. You can book sessions with me. I do personal coaching. I do card readings for you. We could do a whole plan. We could kick it together. It's going to be great, guys. So check that out. And I will talk to you next week. All right. Peace. This episode has been brought to you by the writings of Natalia.com. Jai Ma!